bulls in the ring. That's right, I'm starting off this week because, uh, well, I'm back and there's no kink to steal my spotlight this time around. <laughs> joking, joking. Tom, how the hell are you? Well, the good thing is we are keeping our social uh, distancing. We are we're doing we were, this again over Skype. We were social distancing before it became cool. That's 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 very true. We definitely did do that. Yeah. And because of everything that's going on and you being uh, in your situation, this is this is the new norm. It's gonna be for a bit. I hate that. I hate that term. There, the there new are like norm? a few terms that I hate. Pay it forward. The new norm. I just I can't stand them. But it, it honestly, it is what it is. Why do you why do you hate those terms? Because they're new age terms, quote unquote. No, I, I you know pay it forward. You know what? Just be a nice person. Well, well I can't just be a nice person is good. And then the new norm. It's just like it is what it is. I'm a yeah. Kind of guy. Well, you know what it is. It's just this brings it back to that everything needs a label. That's exactly it. You we know, hashtag new normal. Being being a nice person, like you need to kind of shorten it. For, it's for like so. It's really social media. Yeah. Kind 100%. of thing. Yeah, that's where pay it forward. Pay it yeah. forward. Buy the person behind you Dunkin' Donuts and. <laughs> we get pay it forward right now. Hashtag piff. <laughs> what? Pay it forward. Oh, piff. There you go. Yeah, there you go. P- hashtag piff. I want to pay it yeah. forward to you later on. I'm not going to lie. I did, I did throw out a, a few hashtags last week of uh, social distancing. And I mainly, if, if you see a, a, uh, a hashtag for me that is not, or is, I guess it would be unpolitically correct, mm-hmm. it's because I'm making fun of it. I, uh, I actually did a... I actually did um a post. I don't know if it was last you week did or the a post. I would, yeah. I almost pooped it myself. When, when did I do that? That would have been about like three days ago, and I, I was shocked. Why were Why did I do it three? I don't even remember why I did it. I think I was just kind of fucking around, and I uh, I was like, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a post. I wanted to get some hashtags, and oh, I, I I know why I did it. I know why I did. Why'd but, you do it? Well, I don't know if I should really okay. say it on the air. I don't know if I should say it on the air. Were you drunk? No, no. Well, I mean, it's possible, but no, I don't think were you, so. Were you drunk breastfeeding your baby? No, no, no. What? All right. I, I, I mean, I could say what it was, and I could delete it if you really don't want me to talk about it. I saw our numbers were pretty down, <laughs> so I so I hashtagged. Hey, you, we. I'm gonna say this. I hashtag coronavirus. coronavirus. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm throwing this out there. This coronavirus is fucking us. Oh, listen, it's fucking us in a lot of ways, man. There, Especially there in my time right now. Going on. Yeah, it's it's really brought out a terrible news cycle. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot to make fun of. We don't have a lot to talk about. We're we're kind of stuck in this. Rut well, right now. well, thank God we kind of changed formats a little while ago because we really would have nothing to talk oh, about. We would have we really been. I mean, except for coronavirus. Every week there'd be like all oh, ten thousand more people died this week, and. Uh, NHL ain't coming back, and like, there's yeah, really we, nothing we to talk really about. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I, I think it's good that we we formatted well as, uh, at this point. I think so. I think so. But yeah, it, it, it's been a very slow, and, and unfortunately, the big problem is there's been a lot of excitement going on in our personal lives that are not, I guess, uh, flowing into the real world right now. What do you mean by that? Like, uh... well, 
actually be done this like kind of season. We just rolled in the spring, so I'm hoping it might be done by summer. That, okay. That's my, that's my main. That's gift. wonderful that's news. My goal. That's wonderful hey! news. <laughs> and then uh, you you had our our little friend. Yes. Who's adorable. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's hard to believe I created that. I'm a little upset at you, though. I'm not getting as many pictures as I would like. You gotta ask me. Ask me. You should just send them. You should just. You know what? I'm gonna send you one right now. I I want a cute one. All right, give me give me two seconds. And and, and she could be in the picture with you, then I guess. You know what? I got a I got a perfect picture for you. Hold on one second. It's my sexy face and. uh, There we go. And her face. I got my phone. Here we go. It's sent. I'm, I'm waiting. I sent it. I took this maybe an hour oh, ago. You You're wearing the same exact shirt. It's, I right am because I just took it an hour ago. <laughs> yep. That is a cute bald baby. Yes. Oh, she has some hair. Not from this this angle. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you another one. Uh, you see, she has some hair going on. I, don't uh, know if I, uh, I got the new one. Uh, yeah, there we go. That is an adorable child. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good luck to you in 13 years. Oh, don't. I don't even want to think about it. 13 <laughs> years? No, it's good. <laughs> she fucking better not be in 13 years. I'm going to hide her to the world till she's 28. Yeah. <laughs> or until I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll drink to that one. Yeah. Mm. But thank you. So your house is, your house is coming along. Right now, 98%. really, because it seemed like the last time I talked to you about a couple weeks ago about it, you were at seventy-five percent. So this is a big jump. <laughs> we did a lot that's going on with it, and a lot of it is out of our own pocket, which is really kind of fucking us. But yes, uh, that's a shame. We are getting there. It, it, it's very close. There's going to be. It's let's put it this way: it's ninety-eight percent of us moving in. And then there's still going to maybe be about 15% that needs to be done on the outside. Okay, but you I mean, with summer coming up, that'll hopefully move a little faster. Yeah. Um, hopefully. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Actually, uh, I, I think I impressed a few people last week, including my father-in-law, who is still up. Um, we still? had to break up some concrete. <laughs> okay. And we, we had pads... Um, drawn out for a we have a home house generator and then for the um propane tanks that would be out there okay and one of them was not big enough so we had to end up cracking it up and i i picked up the i picked up the uh hammer and i i smashed through it and in about 50 50 wax i i broke up a pretty big pad of concrete and it was quite impressive Hmm. so i definitely throw my weight around well Okay. And I'm going to end up having to do, I'm assuming tomorrow or on Saturday, or this morning, if you will, when we drop this episode, I'm going to have to drop, I'm going to have to crack up that concrete. So I'm going to get my workout in for a little bit. Nice. Uh, Not to stray away from that, but you thought you brought up throwing your weight around. How has, um, how's your diet been going? Oh, it's been terrible. Oh, mine too. In the last three weeks, I definitely gained about 20 pounds back. Okay. Where I would drink like uh, eight out of the seven days a week, 
Right now, I'm I'm mainly drinking maybe like four. Okay. The worst part is is the fact that like one of the big reasons why I'm not drinking is because there's no sports on. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. This, this is this is fucking killing. Me. Uh, we we're recording on Thursday. Today would have been opening day for baseball. Really? Yeah. How fucking sad is that? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. How sad is that? Yeah. <clears throat> so I've been out of sports. So I have no, I have no XFL. I have no mm-hmm. hockey. I have no NASCAR. Mm-hmm. The one good thing is NASCAR. How how fucked up is it that I'm actually enjoying watching people play a video game? What do you? Oh, so you're talking about the new NASCAR virtual new reality NASCAR, thing? Yes, the new NASCAR, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and I've actually spoke to my brother-in-law, who's very good at computers. Mm-hmm. He's able to make one for me. But I was pondering <laughs> doing this. Okay. And what NASCAR is doing now is they call it racing. It's apparently I don't know if the I is for internet. I'm assuming, but. You could be at your house, I could be in my house, the king could be up in at the wall, Big Papa could be where he is, everyone could be where they are. So we could all race. But you need like a you need a steering wheel, you need a it's the you know, the clutch, the brake, the You need a bunch of shit. Pedal. You have yeah, it's it's essentially like a cockpit of a of a of a race car right. and you actually drive around tracks. And last week they, they called it the pro invitational. So they got all these real NASCAR drivers to sit there. Most of them do it for practice. Because I guess it's so real. They they actually, like, they photograph and image everything on a racetrack. Like mm-hmm. Daytona, Talladega, Indianapolis. They, they go to all these tracks and actually image every every inch of the track. Well, that's, not to cut you off, that's, that's kind of like what, um, what airline pilots do, I think. I don't know about all of them, but I think some of them have like their own, um, yeah, like flight simulators. That's what and, they call it. Yeah, yeah. They, call it, they call it iRacing simulator. Yeah, so this isn't like so. new technology. This is stuff, something that's been around for a while, but it's amazing that they're doing it this way just to kind of get something out there. But now, do these, does this count toward the final like uh, no, records? Is, they actually have their own series, essentially. They call it, right now, you do it on iRacing. That's the, the I guess you could say the platform that everything is is drawn up or raced on, but then they have e NASCAR, mm-hmm. which is I guess I'm assuming electronic NASCAR, and you had, who we spoke with a few weeks ago, uh, Bob Levine, yes, of, or uh, Bob Levine of Levine Family Racing, Big Bob, they actually have their own race, their like virtual or video gaming racing league team. Oh yeah, okay. And they have two guys that actually are on their. They pay them. I get. I'm assuming they pay them to race for them. Really? Huh? Yeah. So they they actually do this, and it. We I watched the race last week. It was it was only an hour and a half, so I got like a taste of sports, but it was like something. It was just it was something I needed. I uh, I um, I bought NBA 2K20 because <laughs> I was. I was Jones for some kind of sports, and I just I was, it was on sale for like fifteen dollars. So I'm like, oh, I need something because I, I just I miss I miss sports, I miss it. Like I, I the fact that I just can't get over today was opening. I was looking forward to opening day so so much. Oh, yeah. I, I love I love when baseball starts because to me when baseball starts that means like 
Summer's Spring gone. is here and summer is right around the corner. Yeah. It's like the oh, groundhog of sports. Oh, I, I can tell you, like, I've been, I've been jonesing for anything. And yeah. It's just been, like, there's been a void in my life without having it. And it's, it's hard to explain what it's about. It's just because at any given moment, I could put on any, any sports thing and see a live game. And not having that really hurts me. Yeah. But then I start thinking about it, and I was looking into this whole iRacing thing. It might cost me a little bit of money, but with the new house, I'm not telling the wife. She's downstairs right now. We won't say anything to her. What if she listens but, to this? Huh? <laughs> what if she listens oh, she to this? she don't listen to me. <laughs> she don't listen to me when I'm talking to her straight up, so she ain't listening now. But, uh. There's actually a few spots where I could, like, they actually have, it's it's like a, it's a metal roll cage, essentially, and you have screens there, and I was pondering where I should put that in the new house, so I'm working on it. That That's that's my next thing. Okay. I got the urinal. Now I'm working on the, uh, uh, the iRacing thing. Don't, uh, she gave you an inch. Don't take a mile there, Tom. Oh, don't you worry. I'm taking a mile. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very Nice. Yeah, that, that's kind of where we're at now. So that that's my little bit of sports as we speak. It's all sports as we speak. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, it, the, the other day I walked downstairs. It, it, actually, I think it was last Saturday. I walked downstairs and my daughter was watching college uh, volleyball. And I like kind of got excited. I'm like, oh, you want to play volleyball? What was it from 2002? Huh? What was it from 2002? I don't know when it was from, but I was like, I was kind of excited that it was on, and I'm like, do you want to, like, I, like, I kind of got into it for, like, about 30 seconds, and then I'm like, do you want to play this? She's like, no, and I'm like, hey, I'm done with this. <laughs> and then I turned it off and put on live PD. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've yet to check out that, I, I mean, I've watched it, but, like, I always miss when that show's on, live PD. It, it's cops. I loved Cops. That Cops is a show when I never really watched it, but if it was on, I would stop what I was doing to watch it, you know? Like, I never sat down at 9 o'clock on Saturdays. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch Cops tonight. It was something I'd be flipping through the channels, and i see it on, and I'm like, oh, this is good. <laughs> I leave that on. The only good thing about it is is that it's Cops, mm-hmm. but it's in, like, 20 different agencies, so you get you get a little bit more action with it. Well, it's mostly in Florida, right? Florida, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. <laughs> the closest one for us would be probably, uh, is it, uh, might be, it's up in Newark. New England. It's either Connecticut or Massachusetts. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You would think, like, they'd, they'd follow, like, a Newark cop around or, uh, like, a Compton cop or some shit like that. They're really kind of... Going to like the uh, meth head rednecks down south. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or an old, old salty dog. I, I don't know if too many of them, but yeah, there yeah. might be a, an old salty dog they might want to ride with. Yeah. Yeah, I got to check it uh, out. I, I, I always miss it. But I guess we should. Uh, how long have we been going now? 15 minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's not Let's that bad. In- We've been trying to do the new, the new format, and I think we should jump into it now. Mm-hmm. Well, well, before 
we get into that, since we're not having cigars, what are you drinking right now? Um, I've been on the, um... Is that that seltzer? The seltzer, but it's not, um... It's White Claw, Black Cherry. The reason why I got this is because... Well, I've been hooked on the Bud Light Black Cherry seltzer, like I said last week. Um, Mm -hmm. my wife was pregnant for the entirety of summer. Now, these White Claws really hit its peak in the summertime. Like, it seemed like everybody was drinking it. So she was kind of like, oh, I'm I'm missing out. Like, this brand new drink, I can't even taste it. So, the other day, I go to the uh, the liquor store to get some more Bud Light seltzers. And, of course, they don't have any. But they had this. So I mainly got it for her to try. And now I'm drinking it. (laughs) Plus, it's not that many carbs. And uh, with the amount I've been eating lately, I gotta really kind of be on a diet with something. So it's 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 alcohol for the time being. Oh yeah, this this uh, Corona. We're really trying not to bring this up, people. Like that was kind of one of our uh, big things about this episode. We wouldn't bring it up. Yeah. But it, it it's really screwed me with my diet. Oh yeah, that's that's what we were really originally gonna talk about, and then we went off. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've been I try. I was doing that fasting thing, and then. The combination of the ba- my baby coming into the world and all this coronavirus shit, like it's hard to kind of keep on track with dieting and watching what you eat and all that other stuff. Uh, and when you're sitting at home all day, it's kind of it's hard. Yeah, well, my my gym. Cl- I'm working every day. I my yeah. my schedule has not changed, but the gym I I would go to essentially shut down like they they will not let anyone in oh really yeah uh, i'm a creature of habit if you will like if i run every day i will run constantly yeah if i don't run i'm not gonna do it so i right not having the gym really kind of hurt me oh it it does i know what that's like to kind of you go to the gym all the time and all of a sudden one day it's just not there anymore Happened to me a couple years ago. Snap Fitness, right down the road for me. I would go, and then I didn't go for about a month. Um, and then one Saturday, I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna start up again. I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna get back into shape." I go, completely closed down. <laughs> I went right back home. <laughs> I haven't been to a gym yeah, since. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's rough. It sucks, especially when you're like so motivated to go after not going for a month. Or however long it was, and it's just shut down, and I'm like, well, there goes all my motivation. I'm fucking going back oh, yeah. home and going to bed. <laughs> uh, all right, so anyway, so we're kind of, we didn't know what to really talk about, um, but seeing very as how... Very slow news cycle. Very slow, so we're, but it's good for our format. Um, yes. So seeing as how I'm a new dad, and Tom is a dad... We decided an to. Ca- you are. You're an old uh, grizzled old, vet. I'm an old son of a bitch. Now. Yeah, you're a grizzled vet. Um, we are going to do our 10 favorite TV dads. The fuck you looking at? Pay attention. I'm not. I'm, I'm going right. I'm, I got my list well, ready. Fucking talk. <laughs> Look at your phone. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I want you to see it. Okay. Um, so some of our answers may be the same. They most likely will be the same. We're pretty much the same person in some ways. I, I threw a, I threw a few uh, I threw a few unusual ones out there. Okay. And I'll explain them. 
But I guess you 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 you're, we're gonna do the countdown from our number ten to our number one. I have a feeling our number one is the same person. I I can almost guarantee. I think it really. <laughs> do, I, I can, can I throw out a hint? <laughs> or no. so, okay, all right. You may not. Stuff. All right, all right, all right. I, it's most definitely the same person. Yeah, and if you listen to this podcast, then you should know who it is too. But we'll yeah. for the for humoring everybody. We'll we'll just go down the list. Yeah, we're just gonna go down the list. All right. Uh, can I start off? Absolutely. Okay. So my ten, my number ten is uh, Walter White from Breaking Bad. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, he destroyed his family selling meth, but. The reason he sold meth was because, uh, anyone here doesn't know the show, he is a school teacher. Yes. I don't know the show. Okay, well, this is great. I've never seen one episode. All right, well, this is good. So, he's a school teacher. I think he's a science teacher. Um, Finds out he has cancer. Okay. Like, stage, like, to the point where, like, he's going to die. Um, he... Realizes that because I mean, if anyone knows a school teacher, I'm, I'm I know some, I'm sure you do too, Tom. Uh, the salaries aren't that great. Uh, and he figures, well, I'm gonna die, and my no, New York, they're, they're, they're pretty good in New York. Uh, so, all right, whatever. <laughs> um, he's, I'm gonna die, my wife and son are gonna be left with nothing. So he invents a way. He he creates this new kind of kind of meth. I think it, it's like um, I forget what they call, it, but it's like this blue meth, which blue is like crystal? this. What was that? Blue crystal. Yeah, it's like a pure meth, and it's like the you know like the drug market goes crazy about it, and he becomes a drug lord from it. But the reason why he did that was because. He was dying. He wanted to make sure his family was going to be okay after he died. He could have said, fuck it. Like, fuck them. Like, let them deal with it on their own. But he, he wanted to make sure they were going to be comfortable. So he created this brand new meth. And uh, then his family fell apart. So, <laughs> But he, he tried. He was looking out for him. He, was he, a good dad. Yeah, he, he, saw the big he got an A for effort. A for and effort. he tried. Yeah. He failed miserably, but he tried. And that's the most important thing. So he is my number 10. I'm glad you threw that out there because there are a few flawed characters in my list. Yes, okay. So, all right. Is that all you have to say about uh, Mr. White? Yes, yes, I'm done. Okay. I'm going to throw out a... I don't know if you have him on here. I'm I'm thinking you might not. But my number 10 is Rick Grimes. Oh, okay. You know, the world's ending. He wakes up in a coma. His wife got banged up by some other by his partner. He sat there and he could have he could have snuffed him out and her out and just said that's the end of it. He could have sent his little dinky dopey son out there to go get eaten by uh, zombies. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He kind of he he essentially became the father figure for an entire. Seven seasons of The Walking Dead, essentially. <laughs> he sat there and he kind of took everyone under his wing, and at the end, sacrificed himself for his family, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I I, 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 give him props on that. 
Nice. So that's, that's why that's why Rick Grimes is number ten. Okay. So. That you have to say. That's all I got to say okay. about that. So keep them short and sweet, I think. Yeah, I think so. Till we get till we get down to the cream of the crop. Okay. Uh, my number nine is uh, Carl Winslow from Family Matters. All right. Uh, a cop, a good man. He dealt with an annoying neighbor for ten years and didn't kill him. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he was a fairly good dad. He raised three, but then two kids, because <laughs> one disappeared. Well, yeah, they had the baby that, that or the, the juvenile, if you will, right? The juvenile. It was like a number seven. No, it was this, uh, what was her name? There was a, a second daughter. She was like the youngest kid. And then after like season three or four, she just disappeared. They had nothing for her, so they just wrote the character out. Well, they had the, they had the oldest son. Yep. They had the daughter that was Urkel's. Yeah, Laura Winslow. Laura Winslow. Yep. Then they had the younger daughter. Correct. Yeah, she's the one that that, that disappeared. That was she's it. The one that disappeared. Yeah, they that had, was they, it. They have a younger. Like, no, that a was um. Son? No, that was um the aunt's son. So like the, there oh, was okay. her nephew. Yeah. Trying to remember because of all the stuff that went on. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that's that's it. That's all, that's all you have. It's, it's he's a good he's a good man. He's a cop. All right. I'm gonna go with Frank Costanza. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna just give you one word that will encompass the entire thing of him being a great dad. Festivus. Yes. Well, you have to say. Yes. Feats of strength. The, uh, the metal pole. The airing of grievances. This is he is my kind of dad. Mm-hmm. This is the guy that that right here. Joe can Joe's the only one that can see this, but I'm pointing to my heart right now. He has a little he has a little piece right there because he is a good man that he knows how to he knows how to keep his kids straight. He does. And look at George. Was George any bit of a neurotic? Absolutely not. George is a, a model son from a, a great dad. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Uh, my number eight, Dan Connor from Roseanne. Okay. He dealt with that fat pig <laughs> for so long. Didn't divorce her. Didn't beat the shit out of her. And uh, his asshole kids... His uh, one daughter's a whore. His daughter Darlene's a uh, a depressing person, and his son DJ is uh, a fucking pansy. But he's still stuck in there. He hung in there and and worked his ass off for minimum wage. Right. I, I don't even remember what he did. I think he just did like carpentry or something like that. He, he was like a handyman. Um, you know who he was very much like? Who? He was very much like the uh, the common man. He was. <laughs> I guess he kind of was. He really was a common man working hard with his hands. That's true. He could definitely do that. If they were out of, out of my dad's list, he would be him. All he needed was some polka dots and he. And a black sassy woman. <laughs> he really fit the mold of a common man. I'm telling you, that, it's who he was. He definitely was. He was. He's an honorable mention. Okay, he's one of your honorable mentions? Okay. He would be an honorable mention. Did not make my list, though. 
out. You're up, pal. Hey, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna <laughs> throw out my. It, it's Carl Winslow. Ah, okay. So we have that. It's pretty much the same my area. Best reason is the fact that he had to deal with Urkel. Yeah. I all the all the shit that he did, especially I. I can remember watching it and just how much destruction he did to that kitchen. I would have killed him. To the house, to the house, the whole house. That, but but for me, the kitchen, because that, that that's like kind of my uh, my go to area. Yeah, he would have if he would have fucked it up like he did. That would have really pissed me off. And you gotta you gotta think he he's a heavy guy. Yeah. Why he didn't have a heart attack all those years? Yeah. It's amazing. So, yeah, I'm 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 gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to uh, and not only that, but he he, in my eyes, he saved Nakatomi Plaza. I'm just gonna throw it out there. He definitely he he, he definitely helped. Saviors, yeah, though. he really was. He really was. All right, my number seven, Herman Munster. Um, taught his kids that it's okay to be different. He walked around with bolts in his neck, green skin, and gave no fucks. Uh, terrific sense of humor about himself, and he, uh, you know, his his little kid uh, Eddie wasn't exactly normal per se, but he was a good kid. He didn't bite anyone's neck or kill anybody. He he raised. The, he had a good family. And think his his uh, hot niece. Yes, Marilyn. She could have been a she could have been a hua, but she wasn't. Yeah, that's very true. But he he did a good job, and he so and he, and he has a great why, sense of humor. That is why I throw him at my next pick. You you literally jumped right in on him. Wow! So you had him number seven also. I had him at number eight. I'm behind you. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> I had Walter White at 10, 9, Carl Winslow, 8, Dan Connor. You skipped one. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. no well, then he would be my next pick, yeah. Okay. So then we are, we are on the same okay. thing on that. Yes. Hmm. Anything you'd like to add about him? <laughs> he drove an awesome car. He did. He did. You know their address? It was, uh, I don't know the number, but it was Mockingbird Lane. 1313. 1313 Mockingbird Lane, okay, right? Th- yeah. I will always pick the Munsters over the Adams family. It's very funny because I did have Gomez Adams on my list to begin with, and I whittled it down. Yeah. But, he, he. Uh, if I had to do like a top five honorable mentions, he might have made it in there. But... He might have been at like six for me. That's what I mean. But, like he, if he would have been number five, if he was in there, he wasn't gonna break past that. Yeah. Well, really, I guess we we shouldn't say this, but we're getting out of character. But the one of the greatest roles of of movies I've ever seen is Fred Gwynn, who played Herman Munster, when he was the judge in My Cousin Vinny. Oh uh, well, I'm, I was thinking more along the original Pet Cemetery. You have that, yeah. yeah. You have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, uh, he, I mean, classic role. Yeah, but that that the my cousin Vinny thing. It, so many times with Utes, that <laughs> I throw that all the time at work because I have to deal with it a lot. Yeah, at my job. So like, if anyone ever says that, I'm like Utes. 
Yeah. And and I always get like a, I always get like a, one person out of there could be like twenty people in the group. One of them just like looks at me and gives me a yeah. You you son of a bitch. Uh, I think that was one of his last roles too. It, it was he yeah, died yeah, not yeah, too long yeah. after that. Yeah. But, great actor, great actor. And uh, he uh, he nailed Herman. Mon- I mean, obviously he played him, but he. I mean, I couldn't really imagine anyone else playing that guy. No. He did a terrific Physical job. Stature and everything. everything oh yeah. About him. That's a that's a show I can that's a, that's a show even though it's old. If I see it on, I'll stop and I'll watch an episode. It, oh, yeah, it just that, it's that, that so good. Show. It really is so good. Anyone that has never watched an episode, I highly recommend it. All um, right. All right, let's keep going. Um, number six, uh, I have Homer Simpson. Really? That wow! That high? That high? That low or that high? You mean? That high on the list. I'm As, very intrigued about your bottom five. Oh yeah, he uh, he was higher, but the guys coming up they they outrank him. Um, and I'll, I'll get yeah I'll get to them. But Homer Simpson, um, uh, major idiot, <laughs> yeah. big doof, which is just pretty much the, the stereotypical TV dad. Um, but he uh, he does a lot for his family. I think at the end of the day he's a he's a family man. Um. Works a job. I mean, it's just pretty much any other guy works a job he hates, and <laughs> but he loves his kids. He loves his wife. Uh, always has when hair. Being good. What was that? When they're being good. When they're being good. I mean, he chokes he's, Bart. He's been known to choke out his son. Yeah, so he chokes. But that's, that's why he fell. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So Homer Simpson's my number six. Domestic violence dropped him down. Yeah, I mean, he pretty much would be arrested these days and sent to prison. But you know. Okay. Okay. About mine, getting into the the big five after this one. Okay, but he was there. Red Foreman. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd get one. I knew I would get. I one forgot on about Red Foreman. Because he's exactly who you want as a dad. Yeah. He's someone that is gonna just tell you you're uh, f up. He, he's the. He, he kind of gets into my... If, wait, hold on, let me take a look here. He is the next... Out of the rest of who I have, mm-hmm. he is one of the stricter of the fathers. And that's what I love about him. Oh, Harper, without a guy, doubt. Common man. But the funny thing is, though, is that how strict he is, his kid and all his friends were smoking weed in the basement every day. <laughs> you know? And he didn't know. episodes where all the... All the parents were doing it too. There were a few, yeah. There were a few times where he he could he could cut it off. I uh, I always liked Red because he was like a he was like a military dad. Like he was just very hard nosed and yeah, you know this is how it's gonna be and we're gonna do yeah I'll be, I'll beat your fucking ass happen. if you do something wrong like that kind of dad like that that was the yeah. kind of dad that was around in like the sixties and the fifties and seventies. Oh yeah, he, perfect character. Perfect actor for the job. Absolutely. It, it, that was that was one of the like you couldn't I think pick a better character actor than him. Yeah. The look, the feel, everything about him. Is where just, just the, the delivery. What was the actor's name? Because I don't see I you see you used to see him sparingly in a lot of things, but I haven't seen him in a while. I believe he was wasn't he in one of the uh what was the movie with the uh the little tarantulas or was that it? He was or Tarantulas. I think he might have been in RoboCop. He was in. He was in the original RoboCop. That's it. 
that's it, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't there, but I'm talking about after, um, after that 70s show. I, I have no clue what he was in. Uh, I'm looking up right now. Oh, Kurtwood Smith. That's it, yeah. Um, he, yeah, he was in RoboCop. He's actually he's still doing shit. He, Perfect Harmony, he was in an episode The Ranch, which coincidentally has Ashton Kutcher. He was in yeah. six episodes of that. Uh, Suits. So, right, so he's still working. God bless him. Uh, nineteen four. So he's he's up there. Nineteen forty three. He was seventy six. Yeah. Uh, great great character actor. Which is funny because he played a character from I believe it was it was Wisconsin. Because they were I believe weren't they Green Bay Packers? Yeah, they were in Wisconsin. Yeah. And he was actually born in Wisconsin. How about that? Yeah, he was in RoboCop, Deep Impact, Star Trek Six. Good, a lot of movies. Good for him. Yeah. But, uh, That's someone, a good pick. I, I thought played a perfect dad. Yeah, oh, good uh, pick. Um. Alright, so I'll go. My next pick is one that I know you definitely don't have on there, and it's a lot of... It's he, I, I, I guarantee a lot of people wouldn't even know who this is. Okay. Um, it's from a show called Raising Hope. Okay. Uh, the character is Bert Chance. Who was uh, who was played by Garrett Dillahunt? Uh, if anyone's watched um, uh, Deadwood, he was on there. He was on um, the Terminator, the Sarah, Con- Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah. If you ever watched that, but um, is he the the one that's in the uh, New Walking Dead or Fear the Walking Dead? Yeah, he is. He was like the cowboy. Yeah, so no, yeah, you, you always said how you liked him. I like him a lot, and. This show is what made me kind of like him. Um, basically, the show is about um, this kid, maybe like in, I think he's like early, early twenties, early twenties. Uh, all of a sudden, one day, a baby appears on his doorstep, or no, I'm sorry, the mom. Either, I forget what happens. The mom drops the kid off, said, "This is yours. I'm going to jail. Goodbye." So he's left with this baby that's his. Um. The first episode, before all this happens, the kid, the, the, the main character, the kid, he's working, like, by a pool. He's, like, skimming a pool. And this guy just comes up behind him and just pushes him right in the pool. A couple of scenes later, they're sitting around the table. And the guy that pushed him in the pool sits down. And he's like, oh, hey, Dad. <laughs> um, so you think this, this dad's going to be a fucking asshole But as it turns out He's like a really really good guy He's very devoted to his family Loves his wife um, Has a very strong relationship wait, wait, with his is son Is she played by uh, The one from the Goonies? Yes the blonde Yeah um, It's a really Plumkin, good right? What happened? Isn't her last name Plumpkin yeah, or something? It's something like that All It's right. um it's a really good show. I think it's on Hulu now. Um, so it's, it's definitely worth, worth a binge. A lot of people are in the show, too. But okay. anyway, so um, really, uh, really strong dad. I remember one episode that really stuck out to me was he his son was growing up and he wasn't, like, being as affectionate to his dad anymore. Like, he wasn't hugging him anymore. So what he would do is he would, on Halloween, he would disguise himself and scare the living shit out of his son. So the son would run and try and find his dad and give him a big hug. So that's, yeah, you see that it's funny, but like, and sure, it'd probably fuck the kid up, but like, he just wanted like that kind of affection from his son. Um, so that's, I would do. yeah, it's, I think it's something a lot of us would do. 
So, but uh, he. He was one of the guys I thought of right away when I was making this list. I wouldn't put him number one or number two or three, but he definitely cracked the top five, so I put him at number five. Okay. I'm going to throw my number five out there. I don't know if you have him on the list. Okay. I won't say if I do or not. Relatively new character. Jack Pearson. Okay. Mainly because he's a Steeler fan. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna conceive on the on the winning of the Super Bowl. You got my pick. You're gonna go in the top five, right? Unfortunately, we never did that. My wife. At that point, we were already married too much, so she didn't want anything to do with me. So that wasn't happening. Okay. Uh, the only flaw that dropped him down a little bit. I wish he would have like named his. Uh, his kids like if you named them like Terry, you know the girl Terry, the uh, mm. the one boy Lynn, the other one, you know, like he could he could have you know Jack, yeah, you know if Elsie, he could he could there, there's a million names he could have named those kids. He did not name many Steeler names. Well, so that's, I, that's what dropped him down a little bit. Let's be let's be for real though here. He might have. But the wife nixed it. Oh, I, I can see that. But you know? she did throw out to be a Steeler fan. Oh, yeah, of course. But it's like any other woman who like likes a team their husband likes. It's like, okay, I'll play along, but to a certain degree. You're not naming our kids after any goddamn sports people. <laughs> you know? True. I'll wear the uniform. I'll watch a game or two. I'll watch Super Bowl Sunday with you. I'll make little appetizers for your friends to come over. But you want to name our kid after Terry Bradshaw? Ain't happening. <laughs> well, because originally I wanted Cameron's to be called Gary Carter, but uh, well, I wanted my daughter to be called uh, Hulk Hogan. But we all can't get what we want. <laughs> These damn bitches. <laughs> so uh, okay, I get good. you in the number four. Number four. Um, his uncle Phil Banks from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Now mention on my list. Now. He wasn't technically Will's father, but if you watch the show, he really kind of was Will's father. Like, had that was very strict, but Stop fair. Taught Carlton how to do that dance. Oh yeah, I mean, and he, the two kids, the two daughters were smoke shows. Oh, so. smoke shows, yeah. Um, but all around good dad. He let now Will was technically not his nephew; it was his wife's sister's kid. But he let this, you know, hooligan from <laughs> from Philadelphia come live with them. West Philadelphia, he was born and raised. True. Because on the playground is where he spent most of his days. So he comes to Bel Air. <laughs> he was chilling out Max and relaxing all cool. You're going to make me piss my pants. <laughs> shooting some people outside the school. When a couple of guys were up to no good. <laughs> oh, we're done? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I went as far as I could. All right, all right, all right. So anyway, so he let he let Will come live with him, um, and really became this father figure that Will never had before. Um, and if you look at his kids, like yeah, they were a little hoity-toity and this and that, but for you know keeping with the show, like he raised some pretty good kids. They weren't like they didn't steer the wrong way. Funny thing is, and this is where it kind of got a uh, 
I, I threw him right into the mix, but he did not make it. Mm-hmm. We were actually watching on TV at work the other day. There was an episode where Will started working for a guy, and anything Will said, like if he was like 12, mm-hmm. the guy would pick the 12 um, horse and aqueduct. or what, like Whatever Will said, this guy took for granted as being good luck. Okay. And Uncle Phil essentially, at the end of it, quit because... He quit because he saw that this guy was taking advantage of Will, and he was essentially what what he had. He had this huge house. Mm-hmm. He's living in a prestigious neighborhood. You know, other episodes have shown that you know they may have not been the most favorite people there. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. The school that they were in, but he did everything for his kids, and essentially this stranger, if you will. That moved in with him, so he he got he got up there for me. Um, I was thinking of one episode. Will gets uh, Will and Carlton get in with some like pool sharks. Yeah, I remember that one. Remember, and he comes in to save them, and uh, he throws the first game. He's like, "Oh, I'm not so good," and you know the pool sharks are like, "All right, well, how about you know double or nothing?" He goes, "Oh, I don't know." Uh, and he agrees to it, and he breaks out his own pool cue, and he just like fucking annihilates them in pool. Yeah. Um, it was like the Jackie, uh, Jackie Gleason of, uh, <laughs> what was it? The sting, right? Or thing. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. So, uh, or yeah. No, not the sting, the, uh, the hustler hustler. Thank you. I'm so, I'm, I'm sorry. I should have yeah. known that. Um, but yeah, so, uh, great TV dad. Uh, it's a shame that he died. James Avery, uh, on a side note, he died also played... Young. What? Died very young. Yeah, he wasn't that old. He died, I would say... Eight. 68, maybe? Yeah, he wasn't that old. I think it was like seven or eight years ago he passed away. Um, I mean, it might not even been that long ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. It was definitely within... But, I mean, a young guy. Yeah. Um, well, I was saying, on a side note, he also played... Um, he voiced the Shredder in the original Ninja Turtles cartoon. That's true. Yes, he did. Iconic role. So he has two iconic roles under his belt. That's hard to do. You're up, Chief. It's all about me right now? Mm Mm-hmm. As you're texting. 2013, he died. Okay, I was right. About seven or eight years ago. About seven years ago. There you go. I was just doing fact checking. I remember, I remember where I was, and where I was could have only happened within a certain time period. So, so what number were we at? Uh, I just hit my number four. So you're not you're at number four. Number four, Homer Simpson. Oh, okay. Now you had yeah. him higher than I did. Not too high, but okay. Yeah, he, he was up there. Um. I don't know why I'm this high. My my top three, um, um, it's the uh, honestly these last four were very tough. It was extremely tough. I sat for maybe about a half hour and pondered it, but mm-hmm. Homer may be up there because I think that he gave a little bit more credit to. Barton Lee 
Lisa and kind of gave Maggie the, the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. He never was kind of really there for her. And that's where I dropped him down a little bit because out of all of the, if you will, the kids that he had, mm-hmm. Maggie was kind of left out where the other ones superseded it. All right. So he was he was there for two-thirds of his kids where all the other parents were there for 100% of them. Can I? I'm gonna I'm gonna rock your world right now. You ready? You rock me. Okay. There's an episode. There's an episode in the earlier seasons, uh, maybe season four or five, the good years. Um, make me change my my pick. Oh, it, it, I mean, it's too late now. You're locked in, but locked in. it's I'm gonna it's in. gonna it might change it. And this is why he ranked even in the top ten for mine. Okay. So there's an episode where he quits. Um. He quits the nuclear power plant. Marge has her third kid. He quits. And I forget why he quit. Okay, now I know what happened. He quit. Actually, I don't even remember. <laughs> anyway, to make a long story short, he has to crawl. He literally crawls on his hands and knees to be rehired by the nuclear power plant. I And I think it's because Marge um, gave birth to Maggie. It is because it has something to do with her being born. So... Mr. Byrne, you know, he put he gives him his old job back and the little, um, wherever it is. Remember, he has, like, the computer in front of him and stuff? Mr. Burns puts a sign on there that says, Don't forget, you're here forever. Um, so at the end of the show, the, the whole thing is a story. They're doing, like, a flashback story. And the reason why is because Lisa asks, Why are there no pictures of Maggie? Anywhere in the house. There's pictures of Bart, there's pictures of Lisa, but none of Maggie. So they fast, you know, fast forward to the end of the show. Am I getting a little, am I getting a little teary eyed here? Yeah, because this is like really touching. So he goes, Well, the reason why is because they're at the place where I need those pictures the most. So they show the sign. All of Maggie's pictures are on there, and what he did was he blocked out certain words and it spells out, Do it for her. Really? And there's all these pictures of just Maggie. I'm like getting choked up. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dad. <laughs> oh, wait 10 years. You're going to be sitting there laughing at this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, so, oh my God. Gee, I can't, hold on. <laughs> I have to edit this out. Really? Yeah, so. Yeah, so um, so really? that's yeah, that's uh, yeah, that, it's a really good episode. I gotta look it up. I'll look it up for you. So you've been smitten, huh? You've been smitten. Yeah, I love my daughter. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I, you're an ass. Complaining about you, I'm complaining about me. Yeah, uh, it's episode, and Maggie makes three from ep- from season six, episode thirteen. Really? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. Homer explains why there are no pictures of Maggie in the house and why he had to give up his dream job at the bowling alley. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. Right. You know what? I'm gonna show you a picture. Can you see it? So there you go. You know what? It, 
it still won't sway me on my top well, three. That's fine, but I'm just trying to tell you, they, like, they, the, they why. definitely solidified him as number four. Hmm. Well, it's good. I mean, that this this is why I had him in my top ten at all. Yeah, because no, he no, did. He, he did, was going up there no matter what. He would have. He would have ranked number six for me. He would have been like number nine. Because he yeah, cho- he, he used to he, he did choke Bart. But <laughs> he was always just. I think out of all the parents that I already said, he made it to where he was because of how he how he did care and you know he did choke out Bart. He did you know all this stuff with the other ones. But he was always there, and I kind of like the uh, the down and out guys. Yeah, yeah. So, but you're number you're number three. <laughs> we're getting into the, we're getting into the big ones now. We're okay, the big ones. Number three, Jack Pearson. All right. Um, he I honestly Killer fan right? Uh, oh, of course. <laughs> no, um. Didn't think of him until my wife and I watched This Is Us earlier, the episode from. Oh, so if it wasn't for today, I would have not. I wouldn't even think about him, really? um, because I just, and that's not uh, against him. I just, for, when you, we see TV dads, you think classic. Yeah. You know, you don't think about re- this is a recent show. This is a very new well, show. Right now. Yeah, you don't. You think of guys like from like the sixties and seventies, eighties, and so forth. You know, that's what you go to. Yes, may I ask, who is your number eleven? If you if you have your number eleven out there, number eleven. Um, As of yesterday, who would have been your in your top ten? Shit, because I I did you know I I kicked somebody out and I don't remember who it was. Um, that's, that's fine. If you don't know, you don't know. Um, no, no, I, I, I don't know if he was number eleven, but he was in the running until I kind of got Dr. rid of him. Huxtable. No, no, actually, it was it was, it was right um. Thing. No, it was, uh, what's his name? The guy from 7th Heaven. <laughs> Test is fine. You're, you're alright with that one, man. No, I'm <laughs> joking. I'm joking. It was, um, he wasn't number 11, but he was gonna be included, but I decided not to, and I can't think of his character name, but the one from Growing Pains. Alex, uh, Alex Trebek. Alex Key. Alex, no, not Alex Key. Growing Pains. Oh. What the hell was his name? Robin Shabatsky had a crush on him. <laughs> In, 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 uh, oh, How I Met oh, Your Mother. God. What the fuck's his name? Alan Thicke. Alan Thicke. Thank you. Alan Thicke. Yeah, he, uh, his his dad. I liked his dad on the show. Uh, big right. big horn dog. Yeah. Um, all right, so Jack Pearson, um, he is uh, by far my favorite character on that whole show. Um, I really like the flashbacks to him when he's like starts dating Rebecca, um, he's just, fighting his boozing shit. Not so much that, um, but he he's like he's just a good he's just an all around good guy. Like even when he's a boozer, he's not like a mean boozer. Like he doesn't beat Rebecca. He doesn't beat his kids. He just he gets he likes to get drunk like we all do. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I mean, who? What man doesn't like to have a couple of beers every single night of the week? And <laughs> I will never say another word for the rest of our podcast. But what, what I'm trying to say though is that even when he's a drunk, he's a good guy. Like he's not a dick. Um, yeah, but he, wait, didn't he bang her in the bathroom or something? Yeah, but it's his wife. 
Yeah, well, I'm just gonna say he, didn't, gonna he didn't throw that out. He didn't cheat on yes, her. I, like he. I'm trying to think. Did didn't he didn't he take her in the bathroom and? I don't remember that. Um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna imagine that happened. Oh, we all can. And but, that's where the big two slash three slash two happened. Right. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is he's just the very he's a good guy and like uh, he he literally died to go back and save the dog from a fire, which I know you wouldn't do. <laughs> So no, this is not at all. Yeah, I would have said. You know what I would have said? The uh, what was it? The uh, toaster oven that burnt up, the or whatever to- it was. <laughs> yeah, oh, the toaster oven. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I ranked him this high because out of everyone on below him, uh, he really didn't have a flaw. He he was just this really good guy, and it. it I it's mean, you're sad. To say it was the booze, but yeah, he but he lived better because of it. That, and uh, as I said, he wasn't a douchebag. There's people who drink that could be really mean drunks, and it can really destroy families, and he uh, he was able to con- to contain it, um, especially a disease like alcoholism, which is, it's you got to commend anybody who... Really, it's really, you know, prevalent. I'm just... Yeah, yeah but I, I just mean that, you know, he's, he's a good guy, that's all. And he ranked in any I because of that and because I just I love that character. He he was able to crack the top three. Uh, he, 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 surprisingly for both of us, a modern character, if you will, didn't yeah. make it into the top five for both of us. It makes me sad watching the show and knowing like you see all this stuff like when they're in present day. Or when they're in the future, like, he's not around to see any of this. Yeah. You know, like, he... You know, actually, I'm not gonna lie, in a way, I kind of like the fact that he doesn't see it. I, I do, too, in, in, in a, in, like, a storyline sense, you know? It still makes me, it makes me sad for the family and for the character. For the character, yes, but you know what? I look at it this way. His one son turned out to be a, a drunk and an alcohol or you know a drunk a druggie. Well, yeah, I guess. The other one turned out to be a biggin who, you know, like Ugh. doesn't know how to just do simple things. And then the other the other son, the adopted son, is like, you know, he's PTSD. Well, they're all they're, they're flawed characters. I mean, they're flawed. Char- if you all look, three of them, all three of them are flawed characters. His two biological kids both have addictions. She's addicted to food, yeah, and he's addicted to, to alcohol. Um, yeah. and then you know, Randall is, is adopted, but he has his own shit going on from his biological dad. Absolutely, they're both flawed characters. But I think the fact that he didn't get to see that and kind of saw like the best out of them. In, in a way, but uh, I know you... that I know that this, the um, what's his name the the Manny he kind of was a dick at the end. Yeah, you know where he's kind of arrogant and, and you know like I'm the best at you know I'm I want to go to college and I'm going to play football right. And yada. But for the most part, he raised really good kids, and they ended up when I think when he a lot of their fuck ups were because of him being dead. That's where I, I see a, a big a big problem with how they developed into adulthood. Well, they had to grow up a little faster than they should have. Yeah, yeah, but you know, at that point.
point, they, it's not like it's a, a six-year-old <laughs> or a four-year-old that has to deal with death. It's, they, they kind of, you have a grasp at life at 15. Mm-hmm. And I think that they kind of, they were, they were a little bit dicks about shit. Oh yeah, it absolutely. Didn't, it didn't help them. It didn't help mom was, you know, banging his best friend. Which, how would you feel about that? Wait, if you were banging my wife? <laughs> that would... uh, let's not say, <laughs> no, let's not no, say, alright. I mean, it is a little weird. Right? It, it, it definitely gets weird. Like, you say it that way, it does get weird, right? I mean, it's not... I would... If if you died, God forbid, knock on wood, I, 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 I feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> like, marrying your wife. Yeah, but you know, at that point... Wait, are they married or no? They're not married, right? They're just, like, together? No, they're married. They're married, I think. I think. I thought they were just together. I think that they were. They ended up getting because I don't yeah, know. No, no, they're married. I think. I think they're just like together. Even at that point, what do I care? Yeah, but like, I don't know. That kind of weirds me out a little bit. And, like you know, they got together because of their grief over Jack. Yeah, but I wouldn't care at that point. I'm. Uh, what am I gonna do? Yeah, I guess so. All right, I just find it kind of weird, but whatever. You know, yeah. yeah. Put out flowers for me every once in a while. Make sure you put up a American flag at my grave, and I'm good. You got it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, you're up, number three. Number three. I don't know if you threw him in here. Another new character. Murray Goldberg. Um, He would have been one of my honorable mentions. Murray Goldberg. Is, all his kids are morons. There's no doubt about it. They're all morons. But at the end of the day, he loves them. Okay. Hey, throughout this podcast, we have seen how my kids act. <laughs> True. Okay. They're morons. <laughs> at the end of the day, I love them. <laughs> Murray Goldberg had at least two sons. I deal with two daughters. Mm-hmm. They're morons. But at the end of the day, I love them. That's all I can say. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't I can't go any further with it. Very good dad. He, I think it's a but... good, like, the one, everyone who says this, who watches Goldbergs, who watches it religiously, always says, you know, it might be a, a campy show, it might be a little bit, um, really kind of throwing that 80s vibe out at you. But at the end of the day, at the end of the show, it shows that the parents love their kids. And for a TV show, if you will, Dad, he is the, I think out of everyone, everyone on my list, he is the greatest loving dad out of them all. Because no matter what, no matter how much they screw up, he is the first one to sit there and hug them at the end. Okay, and they, all, dad, and they all screw up. Other dads may hold a grudge for another episode. Yeah. At the end of every episode, he sits there and hugs his kids and says, it's all right. To be fair. He may, he, he may call them morons, but at the end of the episode, he loves them. But to be fair, the, the Goldbergs is a show that's pretty much episode by episode. It's not like an arc or no, anything like that. No, there's definitely no continuating ones, but for each one, though, 
and they have tons of flaws too. And and that's even more important. In 22 minutes, you can go like essentially it's a 30 minute sitcom. 22 minutes of airtime. Mm-hmm. In 22 minutes, or in say say 19 minutes, you go, wow, these kids are fucking morons. They are. They, how dumb could you be? And in three minutes, he goes, you know what? You did right. You're not a moron anymore. Yeah. And and that's where I really throw it out to him, where he is the probably mm-hmm. the kindest dad on my list. Okay. The so ki- I will give it to, I the will give it to Mike Goldberg. The, he calls his kid dumbasses. Or not dumbasses, he morons. Morons. Yeah, but you know what? At the end of the day, they are, they might be morons, but he still loves it's them. Like an, it's like a term of endearment. Essentially is absolutely okay, and you think he's the nicest guy? I think he is as the nicest full-figured father to them. Okay, all right. My number two is gonna is gonna. I wonder if my number two is the same as your number two. I I should we say it on on three? No, because I don't think it is. I think you. All right, all right, go go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Um. Because I think you forgot about this person. All right. Uh, maybe you didn't. I don't know. Because I'm, I'm very... Right, here we go. I'm very... <laughs> I'm very excited to... <laughs> this is a good one because it's someone who, at first, I didn't think about. And then I was kind of thinking back to the shows. And I'm like, oh, he was a fantastic dad. Like, if you ever oh, want... We have the same one. All right. Hold, well, hold on. If you ever right. wanted the dad who, who, at the same time, would be your best friend, this would be him. Oh, it's it. We we are same right now. I know who it is. Well, all right. I'm gonna let you guess who it is. Who is it? Sandy Cohen. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> Sandy Cohen. Sandy Cohen is my number two. Wow. He's number two. Wow. Sandy Cohen. I didn't think you were gonna get him. I thought maybe yep. you'd kind oh, of forget absolutely. about him. Um, this guy is. First of all, he's a lawyer. He has killer eyebrows. Has a has a hot wife. Very true. His son's a dork. He uh, and he brings in this hooligan from. Um, Kino. Yeah, they. Uh, what was it? Kino. Kino. Chino. That's right. Chino. Um, just I mean, you can't say a bad word about him. Like you want you want a dad like this because he's just so like he's like your best friend, but he's a dad. One hundred percent is. Yeah, he is one of the guys. He is, but he's a dad. Like he knows when to be strict and like he he sets you in your place. But the end of the day, like he's a guy you can come talk to. Very easy going. Not a stereotypical lawyer that's like so cold and like an asshole. Like just a, a good heart. Essentially, he was. Um... Who's the little, uh, the caterpillar that sits on your shoulder? Or not the caterpillar, the, uh... Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. He was the cricket that sits on your shoulder, but he was your dad. Pretty That's much. who Sandy Cohen was. Pretty much. So, I see where you're coming from. My pick for him was the bagel cutter. The bagel... <laughs> Is that if when he you told you how, how to episode, how to smear a bagel? <laughs> if every episode you watch him, he is cutting a bagel with the bagel cutter. He loves smearing bagels. <laughs> he, it, that threw him. 
he uh oh yeah <laughs> I, I would even till today my wife's like oh you know i'm like you want me to get bagels she's like yeah i guess so i'm like i'm gonna get sandy bagel or sandy cone bagel cutter and she like laughs about it because <laughs> that is one thing and this is a show that's almost at this point it's almost 20 years off the air no it's not that long oh uh, it's about f- almost 15 years off the air 15 though 15 years yeah i would say even plus 15 going you know Debuted, I want to say debuted in oh, yeah, I would say oh three. It debuted. It went off the. It didn't last too long. It was only like four or five like seasons. Six seasons, I think. I don't even think it made it that long. I think it was like four or five. Um, it. But I look right now. I'm not telling you. Like, we would talk about it all. Four the time. seasons. Lasted four seasons, which isn't that long. If anyone, if you were around in. 2003, 2004, I'm sure most of you were around, <laughs> the show was like, the show. Like, think Game of Thrones, like, at one point the OC was as hot as Game of Thrones, like, in its peak. Everyone uh, watched I, the I OC. I love the show. You got me into the show. I, I, I absolutely love it. Yeah, you got me, you told me about it to check it out, and I, I think, I, I remember renting them off of Netflix. It the was, first it, season it was it was my favorite show at that time. Oh, and it became one of my favorites. That was pretty much when me and my wife were were starting the date. Yeah, and I can I can remember being at her condo, and we would sit there and watch it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I it was one of my favorite shows of all time. Oh, hands and, down, that's a show I really I, I if I ever have some free time ever again, I'm gonna. I have them all on DVD. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah, we have them all on ours. I'm gonna, wa- I'm gonna rewatch yeah. them again. I'm gonna rewatch them again. But you, you could take th- that show went in a small amount of seasons to cover everything. I yeah. Mean, it literally crossed the spectrum of everything. But it's... through it all, Sandy Cohen was the best dad. Absolutely. And if anyone who's watching this wants to review the thing, just watch him with the. I'm telling you, it was it was that that bail cutter that that I, I fell in love with. There was a. <laughs> I'm telling you, the bail cutter was the, that. Every time I see, it, I, I point it. I'm like bail cutter. <laughs> is what it is. There was an episode where they're going to a concert, and Seth is playing the music of the the band they're going to see to him, and he's he's dancing around his room, and it's it just. I forget what episode it is. They're going to see this band called Rooney. I died laughing at the way that he was dancing. I don't. I couldn't at even tell you. At the time, what... Rooney was a big band. Yeah, they were one of those like SoCal kind of yeah. kind of bands. Yeah, but uh, great. It was the California hipster band. Yeah, it was which was popular around that time. But great TV dad. I, 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 I thought I was going to pull him out of nowhere and be pissed that you didn't pick him, but. We're on the same wavelength, me and you. Oh no, he was right up there. Okay. So, um, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty obvious <laughs> who are who, to the stage. who both our number ones are because he didn't appear once on yours and he didn't appear once on mine. And that of all time, if he's not if he's not your number one, I'm gonna punch you in the face next time I see you. <laughs> I will take that punch, and then I will punch myself in the face afterwards. So, uh, I guess you just want to say it at the same time on three? 
On three. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Al Al Bundy. Bundy. (laughs) Yes. When we, when you said this to me, right away he was my number one, and I just worked my way down. (laughs) (laughs) There was zero question after this. And and look, I love Married with Children, and and we're gonna make a good point for him why he's probably the best TV dad. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I got tons of, tons of reasons. All right. uh, I'm gonna. I mean, if you want to get a good example of why he's a good TV dad. Episode. That's all you need. Weapon. You go yours and see if it's the same. Episode two hundred, where, where the okay. Dodge goes into the car wash and he loses the Dodge. Okay. So the whole episode, he's like, "I there's something special in the trunk. I got to get it." And you know, everyone's busting his balls. Like, "Oh, it's probably an ep- it's probably a, a, a magazine of a Biggins. It's probably an issue of Biggins." Which would make me run. Right oh, of in course, there. yeah. So finally, they find the Dodge. He opens the trunk, and it's an issue of Biggins. But he opens the issue up, and it's an and it's an old picture of his family. Okay. And that was the special thing that he really wanted out of the trunk of that car. And Jesus fucking Christ, I'm getting choked up again. <laughs> oh my God, you're such a gay dad. Because just, so I, I always, gay. I'm all right. I'm not crying. I'm just like it's just, it's just a nice thing. Like it's, it's because you, and if you don't know the show, like you think Al Bundy, like oh, he's a shoe salesman. He loves porn. And he loves big boobs and all that other hey, crap. But hey, he loves Playboy. But he's a good guy, and he loves his family. And you got to think all the times he could have cheated on Peg, never once. Oh, absolutely. Never Season once. One. With the stewardesses, all of them. I mean, you could name I mean, countless episodes, but he never did. No. I'm going to tell you the reason why I think he is the best dad. Okay. Totally not for yours. Him and Bud had a special relationship. All right, um, keep going. I'm, I'm... <laughs> you know that Bud was not a... Not a, uh, he was special. Let's just put it this way. Bud was special, but Bud would have gotten it. Okay, all right. He wasn't a football star. He wasn't a, uh, I, I, I know where this is, Bud I, was smart. I know where this is going, but okay. But then, you see Kelly. Yeah. Kelly essentially is the, the daughter of Peg. You think so? Absolutely. Daughter of Peg. Okay. Peg, I think, was a little... Because you always talk about Peg being with the football team. There was always talks of that, which made it a little weird because she was from Wanker County, which was not in Chicago. Which is a whole other discussion, but okay. Yeah, but that, that let's not get into the schematics of it. But bring it down to this. The main episode where I thought that Al Bundy was the greatest dad was the movie theater episode. Good episode. Season six. And she would walk up and say, Daddy, he's, you know, he's cheating on me. Okay, pumpkin. He went up and just... He He beat the shit out of him. (laughs) Not even a a hesitant... That is a dad. Absolutely. 
fucking dad. But that's that. I mean, you you said it's different from mine, but it's not like he loves his family. Like he might hate, he might say he hates them, but oh, when no, when push comes to shove, he throughout, is throughout the. You know what? He there's a difference between not loving someone and not wanting to have sex with someone. Right, and that's different. He loves Peg. He loves Peg through the entire series. Absolutely, he just doesn't want to have sex with her. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> he and works hard all day because maybe he has maybe he has male deficiencies, which I doubt. Because or maybe he's exhausted or from working one game. But maybe he's exhausted from you know twelve hours of putting on women's shoes. I mean, that's yeah, a I mean, that's a <laughs> you know you're trying to fucking shoehorn a, a three hundred pound. I mean, when you work, I, I mean, I don't want to do I don't want to get personal. But at the end of the day, when you work a long day, what do you want to do? You want to come home and you want to zone out in front of the TV. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. Have a oh, beer, a watch his show. The end. Yeah, he wants to drink his Budweiser, obviously because of his son. He wants to raise Budweiser, watch the Chicago games, and it is what it is. And then now he's got this this corny woman that wants to just jump his bone. I get why he doesn't want to do it. But at the end of the day, you could you could sit there and say, you know, I'm not going to defend Bud. Bud can Bud can fight his own fights. Peg, I don't want to deal with you. Marcy Jefferson and what's the name? I don't. But Kelly, he can't. It was always pumpkin. Mm-hmm. It was always pumpkin, and that episode where you know she came in and she's like, "Daddy," and he said, "Okay, pumpkin," and just got up. Like there was no words that even had to be said. He just he knew this is what I got to do. I got to defend them. Uh, see, my Aww. my daughters are coming in right now. Night. Hey, hey. Hey, come here, pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> There really was, are tons but... you could look from. There's that one. There's also the one which I think is from the same season, or maybe it's the next season. Bud turns 18, takes him to the strip club. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. You, know, you have the Bud strip club one, yeah. the, where Bud was Bud was getting it on with the teacher, and he, you know, he always defends his kids. I mean, that goes back to what I said. Like, he... He might say he hates his family, he puts him down left and right, but if someone from the outside ever, ever fucked with them, he defended them like a fucking lion, man. Like, he yeah. he loved his family. And on top of that, he works at a job he fucking hates <laughs> to support his family. He, he is a quintessential family man. Terrible job. A wife who... I guess you could say it's kind of almost the opposite, where you would think the man would be the the one that would want it that way, and the wife wouldn't. Yeah. Or maybe that's just. But but to be fair, you have a woman who's home all day, who has all this energy, as opposed to a man who. Not opposed to, but who's married to a man, who works hard, who who most likely works long hours. It looks like he gets home probably. He probably gets there like eight o'clock. 
Gets home probably around six. Never has dinner. Never has dinner. Yeah, drives a, a beat up car. Doesn't have beer in the fridge. Right. I mean, so he's like unnecessarily. He's pretty much a broken down man who's just kind of going through the motions. And but instead of running off and and saying fuck this shit, he he comes home every night. He goes to work. Comes home again the next night. He he he's doing this for his family. Oh, absolutely. He likes looking at nudie magazines. He likes drinking beer. Oh, he, he has his hobbies. Yeah. I, I like, other than the uh, the nudie bar, I consider myself kind of very much like him. I, I go to work every day. I hate it. <laughs> I come home. I like looking at my nudie magazine. I like drinking my beer. I want to eat steak. My wife can't cook. <laughs> it's essentially like, it's my life. My kids are terrible. Like, <laughs> Well, I think the best part about Al Bundy as a if you look at this, I mean, I don't know about with the exception of maybe a few like Dan Connor, and I mean Homer Simpson's a cartoon, but if you look at the list I have, for the most part, they're not relatable. Al Bundy is, he's a guy who kind of in high school he, he kind of like he was a football star and then. I mean, crash down to Earth. Mr. Defense. I mean, might maybe be Mr. Offense, but you were Mr. Defense. That's true. Yeah. So, huh. <laughs> uh, so he, you know, he crashed down. He's just this normal guy. He's an average Joe. He works a dead end job. He and he does it for his family. Absolutely. He's the, out of everybody on this list that I have, he is the most relatable. Absolutely, 100%. He, he essentially is the epitome of the American dad. And it's funny because, like, we, you know, you and I watch this and all of our friends, we watch this when we were kids. So, like, we think, oh, you know, this is a great show. But, like, as you get older and you watch it, like, you really kind of relate to it more. And you might not relate to all of everything happening, but, like, there's definitely certain things that you can relate to him. Like, you're doing a job that you don't like, but you're doing it because you have to. Um, do, do you know, does that make sense? Like, it, it oh, just... absolutely, because we, we could have threw out um, Richie Cunningham's dad, you know, from Happy Days. We could have pulled out uh, Andy Griffin from the Andy Griffin show. There, there's plenty of old, you know, My Three Sons, all the old shows where the dads were there, but none of them, none of them related, and that's where, like I said, you can, none of them really, other than Murray Goldberg, where it was like happy ending at the end, because Homer Simpson sometimes didn't have happy endings. Yeah. You know, Al Bundy obviously did not have happy endings. Never. <laughs> you know, I mean. It was. It wasn't that nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies happy ending. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones I really wanted to throw out there was Archie Bunker. I did not throw him out there because I thought as a as a dad, I get where he's coming from. I don't want to see my daughters with an asshole like Meathead. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> um, I I thought of him, but he wouldn't even have been in my honorable mentions because I don't. I didn't think he was a great dad. He wasn't a great dad. 
he was a great character. Yes. And I think yes. they didn't put enough emphasis on him being a dad as opposed to a character. But at the end of the day, he was a great dad. And I yeah. think if they were to put more on it for him being against Meathead and, you know, how she was kind of a liberal and this and that, he would have shot up there more. But it is what it is. You throw Al Bundy in there. He is everything. He is a red-blooded American. He's a red-blooded American dad, whether you like it or not. I, and maybe if you talk to the uh, the creators of the show or the writers, they may say, "Oh no, he's a he's a you know this or he's that." I think at the end of the day, he is a die-hard, red-blooded American who loves his family, loves. To what he needs to do, and I don't think he's a bad guy. Al Bundy. Al Bundy. No, he's not. He, I, I mean, I think a lot of people in this neighborhood make him out to be this like devil, like he's just this big asshole that everybody hates. But what does he really do? He just doesn't want to be bothered. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like he—that's it. Like he comes home, he just wants to go in his. That's really why no one likes him because he's just he doesn't like people. Leave him alone. He doesn't. He just, he just doesn't want to be bothered. I mean, I think I think most of us can relate to that. Like, I don't want to be fucking bothered when I come home. I don't want company. <laughs> I just want to come home and chill and just. You know, I work hard all day, and so do you, and so do our friends, and so do most of the people listening to this podcast. You want to come home and just relax. You don't want to deal with anybody. And if that makes all of us assholes, then I guess we're assholes. But I see nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think we were. I've started we're, rewatching the show. Other than like the uh, the dog that that got loose in his backyard where he shot him, he you know. Which episode uh, was that? That might have been. That was an early season. I, I don't even remember that. He shot him through the. He shot him right between the eyes. What kind of was it like a BB gun? No, no, he he killed him. It was uh, really. That might have been season one, actually. I was. That I was when, uh, man, I don't remember that at all. It wasn't even Jefferson. It was earlier than Jefferson. Well, season was, one. Uh, season one is Steve. Uh, yeah, Steve, Steve. Season one. Um, was, but like that, the uh, the Monday, Fun Day, Sunday, the. Um, what was it, Labor Day or whatever holiday where he was sitting? Everything took place in the house. There was yeah. no outside, usually in the backyard, out in the, you know what I mean? Like, outside of that, that premise where the neighbors had to be involved. Okay, uh, not to cut you off, it was, but I didn't shoot the deputy, which was season one, episode That's three. Episode three, so it was really, really, really. Because really. I say I don't remember him really harming any. I mean, he punched a bunch of assholes that fuck Kelly, but yeah. other than that, but okay, all right, keep going. Even that, you know, that that is an episode we could talk about because I don't know if she was as bad as you think she is. You're talking about the Mario Children podcast, right? They they really break it down where it's not where she where you think she's as bad as she is. She could have been a tease. That's what I think it is. I like to. I mean, I don't know. Like, I it, you you really could go both ways on it. 
I mean, how many, I mean, girls get a reputation and half the time it's not exactly true. So. I would, I, I would love that. I mean, you, you, you listen to that, do you not? I do. I'm a few episodes. Being quarantined and being home from work has hit, hit my uh, podcast listening big time. I have a lot to catch up on when I go back to work. So I would love to have Alex on our show. If we could ever make that happen where he cross over, I would love to see what he has to think about. Well, that. if you become so, a Patreon to their podcast, you could you'll be on one of their shows. I think they do. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to the, you, you could just uh, Married with Children podcast. If you're a big fan yeah. of Married with Children, highly recommend it. But yeah, the excellent podcast. It, right. it, that's one of my favorites. That out of the few that I. I'm caught up on that is one that is every week right there. You drunk? Oh, I'm I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty hammered too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that was our let's 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 wind this up. That was our list. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't go anymore. I, I'm more excited to keep you on here so I can see your baby. I, I want you to like bring her out and just. She's oh she's actually she's I just checked on her. she's sleeping. Just bring the computer up there and just like I would, but uh, there's people in the living room. Fuck them. I tell you what, next week she'll come on. I I, I want I want a uh, beep on the podcast. I don't want to say what I call her. Oh okay, she I'll I'll bring her on next week. I definitely will. I don't, I don't call her by her normal name. Nor will I so why don't you just call her by the name that she isn't? Alright, then I, I want Joan on the podcast. <laughs> I would, I, everyone has these nicknames for my daughter. <laughs> there's, there's Joette, there's Joan. <laughs> I think mine's the most clever. And really, if you... You know, I, I, hold on, I, got, I got a funny story. When um, we were in a hospital, we were talking about middle names. And I bought that up. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, what, I said, what about Joan? And my wife was like, Joan? And I'm like, what? She's like, where the hell did you get that from? I go, Tom put our names together and came up with Joan. And she, she looked at me, she goes, she goes, that's actually like pretty creative, but no. (laughs) It is, I hate that name though. I honestly hate Oh, trust me, I hate it too. But for from now on, when you when you when you meet a Joan, like it's a, it's a, it's like a crotchety old woman. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, like oh fucking Jones here, like. Well, thing of thing of Jeff's baby, I've already yelled it out. Like his parents were there, cousin cousin uh, Ryan was there. I'm like, Eshu, it's the Polish name to say Eddie. And that's his middle his name, name. His name isn't Eddie. Oh, it's his middle name. Oh, okay, okay. His middle name's Eddie, or Edward. Right. But because of the Polish connection and what he would, who he is named after, he will always be known to me as Edu. Well, there you go. That's his nickname. So, so my daughter's nickname is Joan. It's gonna. Like, I'm gonna be like, hey, Joan, what's up? <laughs> High five. Joan. <laughs> I'll try and bring her on next week. She is. She's a good girl. She's uh, she's a little fussy today. They always are. Yeah, I know. But for the most part, she's she's good. She sleeps and 
So. Girls be bitches. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard her. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> My daughter shelled out. Which one was that, older or younger? That was the, that was, Cameron. Oh, it was older, okay. <laughs> Cameron, you can come out here quick. Hurry. <laughs> just quiet and say what you, oh my god, she literally just jumped on the bed. Just say what you said and then go back in your room, don't try to get funny. What'd you say? You are offensive to my kind. <laughs> and you are. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh-oh. This is a lo- we did a long time on for uh for a Skype one. Yeah. What we got two hours. Uh, hour and a half, but that's for a Skype show. That's that's a pretty long time. We, we had a good list there. We did. We did, and plus we're drinking, so like that kind of opens up the uh, vocabulary a little bit. Oh, you ain't yeah. So, follow us on Twitter, Bullring PC, Instagram, Bullring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom or Bullring PC. Is that how it, I, what are you doing? I have like a sing song thing. Like but a- the whole time, I've been I've been very uh, animated with my hands. I've been. Did you miss me the two weeks I wasn't around? Well, I. I- Trust me, I I really do miss you. I miss you too. We haven't really been together since the uh, the Bob Levine episode. Yo, was that the last one? That was about a, yeah. That was about a month ago. That was my last episode, like live in person with you. This, yeah, this is this is rough. Yeah, it is. I miss smoking cigars and hanging out and. Oh yeah. Yeah, and this fucking goddamn coronavirus really fucked things up majorly. So maybe next month we might be in my house. So maybe you could go over there. Well, I like you know what I was gonna say this before. I was, I had a feeling your house is gonna be built around this time. I'm like, shit, I'm not gonna really be able to kind of come over and see it because I'm gonna have the baby. Uh, so maybe it's being pushed back for a reason. Maybe it's so I can come see it. I don't know, but you literally made a human being before I got into my house. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> literally, like. <laughs> Yeah, I think because uh, she was conceived in June, so... <laughs> you, you, you put your P into a V, and then out of the V came a B. And, yeah. Or, and, and that B is is living right now. Pretty much. She's living her, she's living her best life, and we're still in a red And you can't get into your house. <laughs> yeah. Amazing how life works, huh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah, it sure is. Once again, follow us on Twitter, <laughs> PC, Instagram, Bullring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom. We're on Podbean, Podcoin, Pod, uh, uh, Apple Music. Uh, rate, and, rate and review us, please. Rate and review us on Apple Music. Um, been saying this for 110 weeks. So I don't think you're gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying it anyway. Um, keep going. Uh, you can follow the King on Pornhub. You can follow uh, all of us on Pod. Yeah, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm really sorry. 
I'm dropping the ball, Tom. You came in like a lamb, and you're leaving like a lamb. Yeah. Listen, yeah. this is the most everyone likes to hear us. Go out and sit there and support who we've had interviews with. Follow them on Instagram, Twitter, all that. And me and Joe are going to come back to you next week. Maybe. Uh, are you thinking you're going to be uh, in person? Or still not? Next week? Next week. No. <laughs> okay. I don't know if anyone knows. I, I didn't know. I don't know if you have coronavirus. We're coming back to you on this uh, Skype thing. And we're going to bring you a great new show. It's going to be high energy, full of uh, fun, and a full laugh. And we will talk to you again next week with a great new segment. And we'll go from there. Nice outro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I do my best at That was good. It was good. It was, it was you know, good job. Um, stay safe. Wash your hands. Uh, be like Al Bundy and just Cover don't fucking, ass. yeah. Wash your ass. Don't talk to fucking anybody. Wear a mask. Wear gloves. Uh, you know, just be careful out there because you, you, you could die. So, for Joe and coronavirus, Tom. <laughs> we'll see you next week, right here. You see them the bulls and lambs, the mouses and the grams. Bitch, we was born hustling. On the Yamaha, chrome out eleven hundred. What I'm doing? Hitting money. What we doing? Hitting money. What they doing? Hating on us, but they never cross cash money. Still a cup in it. Bitch, I'm the boss. Trigger